All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave. And today, uh, we have a little bit different of an episode. We've been doing a lot of recaps lately, so we're going to do a a nice uh, 40th episode uh, with giving the Phillies a spring training grade. And this is going to be based on several factors like uh, pitching, batting, defense. And we're going to go over some other things as well, like some standout players and some moves made by the team. So let's get started with the overall team grade, Dave. Uh, what do you think uh, of the team and uh, what would you grade them? Sure. So I think uh, the way we'll work this is we'll kind of just say our opinion. I think we're just going to do like a standard grading scale, right? Like A to F. Are we doing A plus? Is that a thing? Yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, we're going to kind of break it down, but to start off, we'll do like Dave, you were saying with the overall team grade, the overall opinion. I mean, the Phillies did have the best record in spring training, if that means anything, um, spring and summer combined. Uh, I mean, to be honest, I think the team performed pretty well. Um, I don't know if I'm going to give any team an A plus though, because I always think that there's something that the Phillies can improve on. Um, because let's be honest, they can. But I think I'm going to give them. I'm going to give them an A. I, I I do think that they deserve it. They have the best record in in spring training and summer training. Um, you know, they had a lot of guys who you know they didn't think were going to be impressive, and they were impressive. And you know that will kind of affect the Phillies as they move forward. Um, so I think that it's going to be very fun to watch to see who beats uh, out for a couple final roster spots. But like I said, the overall team grade. I don't think it's. I don't think any team deserves an A plus. And, uh, but I am going to give the Phillies an A. I think they had a very good spring and summer training um, as a team. I thought that they looked very good. Right, yeah. I mean, I would have to agree with you there. An A sounds pretty justified, uh, you know, because of their performance and everything. Uh, so I, I can't really argue with that. I, I think that the depth that they signed in the offseason really helped them to be able to, you know, win those games in spring training. You know, they had some young guys that came up, they performed, and, you know, I mean, I, I think that's a recipe for success. You bring in a bunch of guys, you have a bunch of young guys that want to perform and they're hungry too. So I uh, made for a really good spring training for the Phillies, one of the best uh, spring trainings they've had in recent years. So uh, definitely good to see. But uh, yeah, I guess we can move on to the pitching grades for the Phillies. Of course, the Phillies uh, tend to struggle when it comes to pitching, but uh, there were some bright spots uh, in Amarnola looking better as of late, especially against the Nationals, Dave, uh, what do you take of their pitching and Aaron Nola? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I thought it was it was better than some spring trainings in the past um, in terms of pitching. There were still some problems in summer training, summer camp, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, they still had some problems with pitching, especially guys that they kind of brought up either from the farm system or guys that they kind of traded for um, or maybe just signed as a free agent. Um, pitching great. I'm not going to give them an A because I just don't think the Phillies have enough pitching depth for me to give them an A, even though, you know, based on the way they performed in spring training, but I'm going to give them a B plus. I think that it's, it's close to an A. I'm going to give them a B plus. Um, I think that I was impressed with Aaron Ola. Vince Velasquez looks better. Um, Zach Wheeler did struggle, but I still think that guys in the bullpen were, were pretty solid. You saw Spencer Howard pitch pretty well. Um, you know, you saw other guys in the Phillies bullpen do pretty solid, pretty good. Um, you know, Jose Alvarez looked pretty solid. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to give them a B plus. I think that's pretty fair. Um, you could probably make the case for a standard B too, but just because the Phillies had a good spring training with their record and they were the best team, 
I do have to give the pitching some credit. So I think I'm going to give them a B plus here, Dave. Yeah, and, you know, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think that the pitching held up pretty well, uh, all considering the uh, troubles that we went through last year, especially since, uh, li- like I said, we brought in guys, and uh, not to mention Trevor Kelly and others that uh, really stepped up in summer camp and really showed us that they do have the potential to be able to fill in some spots in the bullpen if need be. So uh, it's always nice to see. It, it kind of stops your heart from uh, palpitating a little bit in those uh, big situations. So, uh, you know, pitching grade, I, I, w- I would probably have to go with around a B. Or maybe even a B plus. I mean, they they kind of did surprise me a little bit with the bullpen pieces. But uh, yeah, on to the batting. I don't know. The offense looked really solid. Uh, Bryce Harper, he's one of those guys. Phil Goslin, he's another one. And you have a bunch of other guys like Didi Gregorius. He's turning it on. And you have Segura, who's healthy. And you know he's looking pretty good. So uh, a bunch of loud contact all over the field, all over the place from the Phillies. And uh, it looks really good. I mean, if their pitching doesn't pan out, hopefully their batting can uh, take them into the playoffs or hopefully get them some wins. And, uh, you know, I mean, they, they have the lineup to do it. All it takes is for them to put it together. I mean, another guy is Scott Kingery. He's a guy that struggled last year in the second half and the year before was ugly. But, you know, if he can put it together and if he can be a mature hitter at the plate, if he could um, drive the ball the other way more often and if he could just put on more solid at-bats, have a little bit more discipline, that goes a long way. And I, I think that with players being healthy, with players finally hitting and hitting in synchrony, it, it'll definitely work wonders for the Phillies lineup, especially in a, in a lineup that's been so inconsistent over the past few seasons, along with uh, not being synchronized with that uh, pitching when things are hot. But um, yeah, overall, I'd probably have to give the batting grade uh, probably... An A minus to an A. I'd probably give them an A minus because there were games where they didn't score, but uh, still improvements from last year. They're looking good, and I have to say their lineup is going to be better than it was last year. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to give them an A. I'm not going to give them an A plus. I don't think that the batting was phenomenal, um, but the A the A is still very good. Um, I was impressed with. Gene Segura, Scott Kingery, Bryce Harper, of course. Didi Gregoria started to swing it in summer camp, um, even towards the end of spring training before the whole coronavirus thing happened. Um, you know, Reese has been putting some pretty good swings on the ball. That's happy to see. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm going to keep it pretty simple here and just kind of give the batting grade an A. Um, yeah, like you said, Dave, you could make a case for an A-, minus, but I think that the Phillies have a very good lineup, um, one of the best in baseball. And I think that it's pretty deep, especially even on the bench now with some guys. Uh, We'll talk about them a little bit later. But, yeah, I I would have to give the batting an A. Okay. I mean, that's respectable, too. I could see where you're coming from. But um, on to the defense. I I mean, to start it off, we could talk about the the wacky defense uh, that the Phillies decided to put together with uh, Gene Segura at third base, finally trying to uh, put Scott at second to find some uh, comfort for the poor guy who's been roaming around the field like a lost puppy over the past few seasons. So uh, hopefully he finds his place there. But uh, Segura, as of late, is looking pretty good. I mean, he has the arm of, uh, of a shortstop. He has a really good arm. So being able to make plays over there and throw the ball across the diamond is great. You know, he's uh, pretty accurate with his throws. He's not too bad. And, uh, you know, I mean, the glove obviously could use improvement. 
uh, when it comes to being able to judge the ball and where it's going uh, so that he doesn't, you know, pick a ball that maybe DD should have had or something like that. Because I know that was a problem in spring training, but, you know, he seems to be getting better with it. Uh, supposedly, well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that he practiced <clears throat> in the uh, off season and stuff like that. And even when this coronavirus was around, he probably had some work put in. So, you know, hopefully that's the case. He's looking good. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Larry Boa even thinks, you know, he's pretty confident in uh, his ability to play third. So hopefully that is the case. And so, uh, I don't know, defense is looking good. I mean, you know, it's weird to see Gene at third. It's pretty much his first time playing there. And I don't want to center this all around Gene, but, you know, we also have guys like Roman Quinn, Adam Hazley out there that uh, they could both play solid defense. And uh, Quinn obviously has a little bit more speed. He could track some balls down, so that's good. Um, McCutcheon, he could still play a little bit of defense. And I don't know, I just think that the defense is just all around better this year. It's a lot more solid compared to uh, when we had Reese Hoskins playing left field and a bunch of that mess. So I'm um, glad we have that figured out uh, for sure. But the defensive grade, in my eyes, has to be an A. And it's it's just because you finally have guys settled in and you know where they're going to play. And I think that was the big key this offseason is find a place where these players can play. And we did that. So uh, it has to be an A for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm going to give them an A-, minus, um, just for the fact that Gene Segura is playing a third, looked a little bit sloppy in spring uh, training, and I do think that it took some experience, but, um, you know, the defense is pretty good for the most part, but I, I just think that there are some areas that the Phillies could improve, especially because they were such a bad team defensively last season, um, that I cannot, you know, just jump up and give them that A or that A+. Plus. But I'm going to give them an A-, minus um, for the defensive grade. I would like to see a little bit more out of Gene Segura at third just to kind of get some more experience for him. Uh, but, yeah, I do think that, you know, the defensive grade is an A-, minus, at least what I'm going to give them. But I think they had a very good spring training, and I'm very happy to hopefully see that success, um, you know, into a regular season that counts, too, you know what I mean? Right. And um, the only reason that... I'm so confident in Gene is just his, his ability to be able to throw the ball across the diamond. Uh, he's he's shorter, so with that being said, I think he he'll be able to pick a ball better than someone who's you know six foot four and is over at um, third. But if I had to compare his arm to somebody, I'd probably have to say Josh Donaldson. I, I think that they could both throw the ball extremely well over there at third uh, to first base. So. I don't know. I mean, I'm confident in Gene. I think he'll do good. Yeah, maybe his first year will be a little bit shaky, but that is yet to uh, come. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit confident in Gene. I know that the Phillies like to sell uh, their product out on the field. They like to make everything sound like it's peaches and cream uh, with, uh, you know, Pavetta and Velasquez. But, you know, uh, I don't know. There's just something about Gene. I, I think he's athletic enough to do it. He's uh, trying to get himself together. He's trying to do the best he can for the team, and uh, it's showing. Absolutely. So, yeah, next up here, first of all, I want to apologize if there's any sounds in the background. Whenever I film a podcast, there, there, you know, there's something going on. Um, but some standout players we're going to be talking about in spring or summer, if I can even speak, summer training. Uh, we have four of them here. We have, of course, uh, the $330 million man, Bryce Harper. Uh, we have Phil Gosselin, who has really been hitting a lot lately. We talked about him in our last podcast. Vinny V, of course, Vince Velasquez, and then we have Trevor Kelly, 
who's a side armor. I believe we talked about him in another podcast. But um, I'm going to try to keep it brief here, and then I'll let Dave take over uh, in terms of you know the standout players. Bryce Harper, of course, $330 million, but he, he's an amazing player on and off the field. Um, you know, uh, did amazing in, in spring training, was really hitting, and, and seemed like he's still hitting now in summer training. Having that home run off of Max Scherzer in Washington the other day was really impressive. Um, Phil Gosselin, he's been hitting a lot lately. I believe he has like, I forget how many hits he has, but it seems like every night he's going three for three or four for four. It's ridiculous. The guy just constantly hits gap to gap power. It's, it's really nice, um, out of Phil Gosselin and, and, you know, just being able to have his utility, um, that kind of be there on the bench would be huge for the Phillies. Hopefully he makes the team. Um, Vince Velasquez, of course, has been doing better as late uh, with the fastball, the cutter that he's developed, even the off-speed pitches as he struck out uh, Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, and Giancarlo Stanton all in that first inning against New York the other day. And Trevor Kelly is somebody that Brian Price, the Phillies pitching coach, is really happy about. He's a side armor. Um, the other day in the inter-squad game, I believe he was a little shaky, but I'm still, you know, hoping that he can put it together and he could be important for the Phillies. I believe he has had, or I believe he does have good minor league numbers, so hopefully the Phillies can use him in the pen or use him as a depth piece at one point, and he can put those minor league numbers to work in, in, in a major league camp. Yeah, uh, I think the same. Uh, Trevor Kelly. He's one of those guys that, you know, he's a short sidearm. It's kind of a weird delivery, but I, I don't know. I, I dig it. I mean, he's having success right now. I believe we got him from Boston. But, um, yeah, nevertheless, he's looking really good. Uh, we didn't think that he would be a strikeout pitcher, but he seems like he's striking a lot of batters out. You look at him when we were in inner squad, and he was just tearing up hitters. Yeah. So, hopefully, uh, that'll be the case when the regular season rolls around, and hopefully the Phillies decide to have him in the bullpen, which uh, they should. Uh, anyway... But moving on to the offense, talking about Bryce Harper, he's been really hot in spring training, summer training, whatever you want to call uh, any of the trainings that we've had. Uh, Bryce Harper's been great. And, you know, people say that he's overrated, $330 million, whatever. Uh, but Harper's that guy who's going to go out there every day. He's going to play hard, and I think that's seen. But uh, Bryce, I-, I think he's going to have a better year this year. I, I predict it. I know that... Um, some people are saying, oh, well, you know, maybe he'll have another MVP season this upcoming season. And, I mean, that, that's possible. I mean, he's done it before in 2015, of course. I think he was only 22 years old. But, you know, he's a little bit older now. He's finally coming into his prime. I believe he's, he's 27 years old. So he's still young. You know, and I think he can do it. You know, it's his second year in Philadelphia. Maybe he's a little bit more settled in. Uh, he knows a lot of the guys better and so I think he knows the organization a little bit better, too. And Harper's been able to go around Philly, be able to, you know, do what he needs to do to feel comfortable. And I think he's finally at that point. And hopefully he's able to perform. I think he's ready to do it. I think he's ready to put up those numbers again. And hopefully it shows. I mean, in spring training, it really did. So uh, I'm looking for big things out of Bryce Harper this upcoming season. And I think that uh, spring training was definitely a good um a good reflection of what's to come. But uh, moving on to Phil Goslin, you know, that gap-to-gap power, that ability to hit for contact is very crucial, you know, especially for a Phillies lineup that sometimes doesn't put up runs uh, and can be in- inconsistent. Phil Goslin is that guy that can hopefully be uh, the spark plug of consistently consistency for the Phillies. And uh, it- it's really nice to see. You know, you don't see a bunch of guys go like, two for three, three for three, five for five, you know, every game. And that's what Goslin's doing right now. He's absolutely tearing it up. And, 
you know, honestly, if he keeps it up, he's going to have to be my favorite player on the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Phil is uh, really doing a great job, and I think he was just uh, re-signed by the Phillies this season. I'm not entirely sure. I would have to go check that out. But uh, Gosselin is a good player. He can fill in basically anywhere on the infield that you need him to, uh, even though I'd probably have him at first base rather than anywhere else because I know his defense does lack a little bit, but that bat is just good, too good to pass up. And I think if he's a, in a pinch hitter role or whether he's playing first base, he's just he's going to be good for you. He's a wholesome bat in that lineup, and I think he can do damage uh, in big moments as well. So Phil Gosselin, definitely uh, great for the Phillies to have. But Vince Velasquez, we've talked about him a lot recently, and I think that he's one of those guys that goes out there and, you know, he wants to do the job. He doesn't always get it done, and he gets disappointed, but I think he's finally hunkered down. He's focused on uh, trying to hone in on uh, making his pitches and uh, making them better. Uh, this past offseason, and Velasquez is really showing his uh, success through uh, striking hitters out or just having good outings. And his last outing against the Yankees, he only allowed run one run like we talked about, Dave. So Velasquez definitely getting it done, and uh, hopefully he can continue that in the regular season. And we've seen success in spring training from players, uh, you know, throughout the years of the Phillies trying to get back into contention or uh, whatever have you. But when it comes to that regular season, we just struggle so much. And it's time to move past that. I think Velasquez is ready, and hopefully that's the case. I don't know why my phone keeps going off, but it's actually annoying. And, um, yeah, Velasquez, really good changeup in spring training. Good fastball. Hopefully it doesn't get hammered. But, um, yeah, I know that home run from Judge uh, really, you know, begs to differ. But Velasquez is looking good. And I, I really can't complain thus far. Hopefully he can translate that into the regular season. And that's all I have for uh, Vinny V. But, uh, yeah, those are just some standout players that I just wanted to talk about a little bit. I just feel like there's uh, too much good stuff that they're doing in uh, spring training or summer camp, whatever you want to call it, uh, to be passed up. So I definitely had to cover some players there, Dave. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think they were very important players uh, for us to discuss. Uh, so do you want to move on to our last topic of the day, Dave? Yeah, let's do it. Start us off. All right. So uh, we're just going to go over some roster moves here, and then I think we'll talk about, you know, just a couple that are most interesting, and then we'll wrap up today's podcast. Uh, but the Phillies did release uh, Anthony Swarzak, Josh Harrison, and Logan Forsyth, and as well as Francisco Liriano. And one thing I do want to say is that all these roster moves are, according to MLB.com, full shout out to them. Uh, but the Phillies released, uh, as I said, Anthony Swarzak, Josh Harrison, Logan Forsythe, and Francisco Liriano. They all requested their release, and they were granted it. Uh, and, of course, this offseason and also over the past couple of weeks, the Phillies have signed Tommy Hunter, Blake Parker, Mikey Matuk, Ronald Torres, Christian Bethencourt, and Neil Walker. So, uh, I mean, these are some moves by the Phillies. We did talk about, you know, these moves kind of at the beginning of our past couple podcasts, but we wanted to kind of put them together. Again, they're all from MLB.com. Um, just to kind of put them out there and, and you know, say, uh, you know, if people were confused, you know, where did this player go or how come this player's here or whatever, uh, just kind of opening that up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of the signed players, I think Tommy Hunter will be a big piece. Um, Blake Parker will be a big piece. And Neil Walker, uh, of course, on the bench at some point, being a switch hitting bat, a lot of experience. Um, I think it will be good to see where, you know, those three players go. Those are kind of my three key players in, in Hunter, um, Blake Parker, and, and Neil Walker. But, 
We'll have to see. There's there's a lot of roster moves that will be made, especially with the trade deadline coming up soon. It should be interesting to see if anybody does get traded during this COVID time. Um, but yeah, it's something to keep an eye out, and, and these are just players that we wanted to kind of talk about to end. Um, but yeah, Dave, what do you have to say? I just want to start out with the fact that I'm pretty upset right now. Josh Harrison, no longer with the Phillies, and I really like Josh Harrison. You know, the way that he could juke uh, players out when he's running the bases, and, you know, just being able to play the field, I think he does it uh, pretty well. So uh, it's going to suck not having Harrison, but, uh, you know, we're going to live. 